0: Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all and I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. Now let's talk about head voice, chest voice, as we talked about has an upper limit that's very natural everyone has it even the most professional and amazing singer in the world has an upper limit to chest voice now here's what happens technically in your anatomy your vocal cords get tighter and tighter the higher you sing in your chest voice and then you reach that upper limit they can't get more tight and more tense and faster vibrating with that approach so your body is really really cool it has this mechanism where the larynx kind of tilts that whole apparatus that whole like that whole that whole structure where the vocal cords are attached and that helps the vocal cords stretch even thinner so you can produce higher pitches it doesn't hurt it's just a normal thing so, ma, ma 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 my chest voice is getting really really strained now. So what my body wants to do naturally is like, oh, see I can go really high. Ha, 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 ha. But that is the tilted version of my voice, meaning now I'm in head register. The reason why it's called that is that there's a lot more vibration in these structures that are in your head we did this last time when you speak kind of in your middle to low voice there's a lot of chest vibration right here happening but even already in chest voice the higher you get ma ma ma, 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 ma the less you feel it vibrate here now when you sing in head voice <laughs> if you do kind of the Vulcan mind melting when you put your fingers here you can even when you speak in chest voice you can feel vibration in different structures I feel it right here sometimes I feel it more here so there's all these things vibrating so your cheeks your jaw your forehead all of those structures can vibrate you probably could even just go into your forehead here but um, it's mostly on the front of your face but do this and now do me a favor (laughs) do a regular speaking hello i love to sing and now we're going to go i love to sing now the reason why you can't feel a lot of vibration then is because it's very fast and when it's very fast your fingers can't really tell, it's actually moving. But there's more vibration in those structures around here when you sing in head voice, which is why it's named that way. But the most important thing for you to remember is head voice is the highest part of your voice. It doesn't mean you couldn't take your head voice lower. Just as you can take your chest voice higher and train to stay in chest voice when you go a little bit higher, There is a defined limit on the top for chest voice, and the same goes for head voice. There is a defined limit on the bottom for your head voice. So if you sing in head voice, if it it just feels really easy to go lower and lower and lower until the lowest pitch you can possibly sing, probably you might not be in head voice anymore. Because here's the thing, in order to sing low pitches your vocal cords have to shorten and thicken And that becomes really hard when your larynx is still tilted. That's why you won't really usually get a strong tone when you go really low in your voice and you try to stay in head voice. It's like oh it just sounds really it's hard it's strained it's breathy. But let's talk about just proper head voice. Now I'm speaking and I'm usually not ever speaking in head voice except when I screech or when I'm excited I go like oh yes oh so let's just do it like a sigh ah, ah, ah. make sure you're really really high up in your voice and if it's very breathy that's okay if you're not very trained in your head voice different voice types have different kind of I don't want to call it problems, but predispositions. So if you are a lighter, brighter voice, probably it's a lot easier for you to do a proper head voice that goes really high. And if you're a more darker, heavier voice, it might be even difficult to find your head voice. So what you want to think of is that little girl. Um, It's like... what really helps is to think of bright and high and not too dark so when we go lower in head voice so it should get really really breathy and it should get hard when you go lower if it's too easy you might be in that area where you're starting to mix and that laryngeal tilt that helps you be in head voice we talked about it in the first video about chest voice it might be causing that you can't really have your vocal cords in that short thick state which we need for low pitches because the vibration needs to be slow so let's start with establishing your middle to high head voice okay so you can do that same exercise that i'm gonna do now And it's also normal that on the top it will be difficult. So we get really high, this is what happens. This might happen. Don't worry about it, it's normal. You have a normal upper limit just as you have a normal natural lower limit. But what's really important is that you feel the difference between I'm speaking now and I'm in hot voice now. Hello, hello there, how are you? should feel almost like very posh, right? So like, oh yeah, would you like a cup of tea, my dear? Oh yes, that is very posh sound. High and posh and it's all, it's like, you know, it sounds kind of artificial because that's not how we would normally speak. However, I have had students, um, I've had someone from uh, England who kind of went into head was just quite a bit when she talked and she went back and forth a lot um, just because of the natural malady of her language it just required her to do that and that was her not everyone from england does that but it was like oh yeah she was quite a bit in head voice she had a large range in her speaking voice which you know some languages have much smaller range naturally but of course it's also an individual thing you know some people just use more melody up and down in their speaking voice and some people are a little bit smaller range which sounds maybe a little bit more monotonous you know, depending on what type of personality you have, how animated you are. The more animated, probably the larger your vocal range when you speak. But generally when we speak, we don't use the full range. When we sing, of course, we want to use a lot more of our vocal range, which requires us to use both registers most of the time. And even if you are a classical soprano, which means you want to have that head voice sound really all the time, you will need your chest voice at some point. There are some arias, even for high sopranos, that require you to go sometimes all the way to A3. Ta. Um, I have videos about that, but um, you don't want to sound like suddenly you're like a whole different person. You're singing in head voice and then you're singing in chest voice. So, even in your head voice, you can make it lighter or darker. Hello, hello, this is much brighter and more narrow. You can make in more nasal resonance, or if you want to sing fully classical, like operatic, you don't want to make it as narrow. You want to give it a lot more space and think of it almost like the onset of a yawn, Sing pop. Hello, hello. I don't want to sound like I'm singing an opera, but I still need my head voice. So I hope this helps you feel the sensation. And again, I think it's so important to be very clear about the difference between the two registers in your voice. What does it feel like? What does it sound like? And how do you make sure you always know what you're doing? Because it's a big difference. It makes a big difference whether you're in chest voice or in head voice. And in order to even start experimenting with your mix and transitions and falsetto, you have to be clear about where your chest voice ends and begins and where your head voice ends and begins. And where, you know, how does it feel? What does it sound like? just the brightness or the color of the voice doesn't always give it away the best thing is to start with really feeling the difference you know really starting with okay full chest voice and full head voice and then only then should you actually start thinking about worrying about the nuances of both because there are many nuances and that's what makes it so difficult. Um, It would be really easy if I just told you well chest voice is just lower and head voice is just higher but that's not what it is. You can sing head voice lower and you can sing chest voice higher. It's a gray area and that's why it's not as easy as saying well chest voice is just the heavier kind and head voice is just the lighter brighter kind. No, I can sing head voice oh quite heavy and dark and i can sing chest voice quite high and bright hello i am still in chest voice or oh, darker see that's just that's what makes it difficult and i've seen a lot of videos explained that I'm like oh, okay chest voice is just your lower and you know if you're like heavier you're in head chest voice and your head voice is just your higher register Well, if it were that easy, then everyone would know for sure. But the reason why I have so many students who, after years of taking lessons somewhere else, they're still, like, very confused. It's like, was I just in head voice? Was I in chest voice? I wouldn't... How do I know? How can I tell? I'm not sure about it. And that then you're really missing it because you're never going to be able to sing the nuances and to be really good with your transition, your passaggio area... And, uh, you know, things like falsetto and belting. Because it's like in between sometimes. (laughs) And so be clear about the both chest and head first. And the nuances of those registers. And then you can do the more advanced things. For more free resources, check out my website, MasterYourVoice.tv. I have some free courses on there. Check those out. I also have my signature course, which is a paid one, back to the basics. It has more than 70 lessons about all the areas of your voice. Chest voice, head voice, mixed voice, whistle register, transitions, the larynx, the pharynx, the lips, the tongue, the cheeks. What does it all do and how does it have an effect on your singing and phrasing? Everything, all the elements that have to do with singing it's not just throwing a bunch of exercises at you. It's really in-depth explanations and then adding some exercises to apply what you just learned. I think it's really important. I work like that. I learn like that. I want to understand why am I doing something? How is it actually working? What's the technicality of it all? What's the background information? So I kind of can understand with my head first. You know my brain kind of grasps it. What is it that I need to feel and what's actually happening physiologically and then it makes it easier for me to start applying. You know just singing random exercises doesn't mean you're doing it right. So first knowing like what is it that I want to do and then really focusing on executing an exercise and doing it correctly with the goal of doing exactly what you set out to do. Because just singing pitches you could do it in a million different ways. Have a great day and until next time always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing.